This is Wendy. This is Muthoni. You're listening to the The Somanami Podcast. On this episode, we talk about some Twitter drama that's happened this week and representation for kids and the general populace and what we can do to sort of start fixing the broken system. So, Wendy, what's popping this week? Um, you know what's popping is wild because I think last week we touched on this, um, the -hmm. issue of copyright. Oh God. (laughs) It seems, (laughs) seems to be the thing that tears its ugly head at every turn. Yeah. And this time around, this has hit big news, Mm -hmm. uh, because Saudi soul, um, okay. First before Saudi soul. So Azimio announced their running mate. Uh Uh-huh. And the announcement was fanfare and all of that. I know it's it's a it's a huge it's a huge deal that you know a woman is yes is posed is being to be, positioned to be top top leadership of the to, country. It shows be, that we've come a really long way. Yeah, to be number two, right? Yeah, and so the announcement was very much you know yeah um, big news, and then Saudi Sol releases a statement and says. Oh, actually, uh, Azimio, you are infringing on our copyright. Yeah. Because how you made that announcement, you you know, you used our song, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And yeah, then that's where you, you <laughs> know <break> broke loose. <laughs> and you know, Twitter, <laughs> like Twitter, just fires up, and you know, uh, I. You actually flagged it because I, w- I hadn't been on social media. Yeah. And you flagged it. I was like, oh, have you seen this out this whole drama and the copyright thing? And so quickly, quickly, I get onto Twitter. Yeah. And so I was more interested to see the infringement yeah. than following the conversation. Because, yeah. you know, people on Twitter, yes, keyboard warriors, everybody was saying whatever Ever, they wanted to is say. expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so the first thing is, let me see what the thing is about before I even have an opinion on the thing. Yeah. And so I go to the Azimio page or whatever page was making the announcement. (laughs) (laughs) And I click play. And I'm like, what? I was flabbergasted, to say the least. You know, first of all, I hadn't even seen the clip that was the bone of contention. Okay. But the fact that they raised it and then the comments immediately, you could tell even these are people who have not even seen the thing. Yeah. And right away, it was an attack on, well, you guys, eh, so if you don't want us to listen to your music, music. so now, you know. Like, we're supporting you, and now we are we're even unsubscribing. This is such an important announcement, and you want to overshadow it with your nonsense. Uh, yes. Those yes. claims of cloud chasing, yeah. you know, as if no, nobody knows. I yeah. mean, who doesn't know who Saudi Soul is? So I don't know what cloud this is that they're chasing. <laughs> and... But I think the underlying thing was that even before people sought to understand where the you know the infringement was coming from yeah. or what the claim was coming from, yeah, the first thing is like, what is that even? Yeah. You know, that's an, an issue. It's you, is that a thing? And that that was wild to me because when I played the thing and I saw how the the music or the song had been used yeah. and the way it had been placed in in the announcement I could tell right off the bat you must have permission to do this yes you must have paid you know the artist for yeah. you to be able to use their song in this way 
Which like was, in my head it was a no brainer yeah. was like cuz i as a layman i yeah. as a lay person you can tell the music has been edited has I, been manipulated i can right? tell that i mm. cannot use music in that way you know i yeah. can tell that i cannot use somebody's music in that way and yeah. even as we you know we started our podcast and we're trying to find okay how do we intro it and and what kind of music we want to use we were very conscious that we cannot cuz i mean there are so many songs that i'd want to i know <laughs> like you know we want to use all of beyonce's I want, songs you know what <laughs> you know. i want <laughs> But the fact that you're a fan doesn't qualify you. Yes. You know, and the fact that you are streaming it wherever you're streaming yeah. it, you're paying for a subscription or you paid for bundles. Yeah. Like that does not cover it. That does not cover it. And and I think a lot of people that is usually the mistake mm-hmm. that I have bought the music, you know, so I have the rights to the music. Like now it's my song. I paid for it and so I can use it in whichever way I want to. I mean, yeah, like what did you pay for? Like you paid 200 shillings for a Spotify subscription yes. and so you think you have ownership of yes. millions of songs because i am not stealing and <laughs> i am not burning a cd so in my opinion yeah <laughs> in my opinion i have paid for the song yeah. but when do you know what made me really annoyed mm-hmm. and and sad at the same time was that this was happening at the highest highest level yeah um where you would think there would be a lot more responsibility and respect and respect where you think okay these people get it yeah. like even whoever was doing that whole thing cuz there's a whole team there and even if they don't they have a legal team or they should have access to which is what i'm legal. saying there's a whole team behind the announcement exactly. there's a whole team that sat down and and uh, did the production did the mixing did the editing they have a whole legal team yeah. i mean it's a political party that is full of lawyers yeah. and the fact that they acted so ignorant about I mean, even copy- the person being announced is a lawyer, is a lawyer so <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that I they only. acted so ignorant yeah. and instead of them acknowledging that okay this was a misstep yeah it was yeah you know we were supporting you That's like nonsense. we love your music support me with a check we are supporting Support you with, with an exposure because <laughs> <laughs> back to that whole pay, paying people with exposure yeah and saudi so put out put out um a statement and said we have a whole team like we have salaries to pay so when you tell us oh we love your music and so we played it and we are supporting you in that way like how is i going to put food on our table how is i going to pay the 50 plus people who depend on us for their living. You know what? Um and the fact that Kekobo came out and said, actually, let me educate you people. So, yes, the there was a license that had been obtained, mm. but the license does not cover this kind of thing that you did with the music. Yeah. So the the commonsensical thing you would think people would do is apologize and say, "Oh, yeah. that's an oversight." You know? And I think even just the acknowledgement would be good enough you know mm-hmm. i'd say mm-hmm. like okay fine at this point i don't think an acknowledgement is good enough i mean they have the, the v- they have the means to pay okay. it's not like me eh, wanjiko in the corner and yeah. i was caught unawares and i'll be like oh my god i'm so sorry yeah that this infringement happened yeah. it will not happen again yeah but i honestly i cannot afford to pay to pay you okay you but know, even money but, aside I think the bigger conversation is 
when you disregard something like this, like you said, yeah. in the highest office possible yeah. of an incoming resident, like what is the messaging you're putting out there? You know, to the rule of law, like, oh, you know, ugh, yeah. I, I can just wiggle my way around things, yeah. you know, around illegal illegalities. And two, about creative work. Yeah. You know? And at this point, put it in the court of public opinion mm-hmm. and, you know, say nothing as the whole country is now coming after the victims. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the other wild thing. Like, yeah. why is everyone mad at Saudi soul? Like, you are robbed and you're also beaten for being robbed. You know what? Like, <laughs> me, I am so with Saudi soul when they say, shuka kauna shuka. Like, just get off the train at this point. Yeah. Because if you do not value the kind of work we've been putting for years, yeah. and when we come out and say there was an infringement, yeah. and you were not allowed to do this, and you as a fan, your reaction to that is to be mad at me, yes, and unfollow me or unsubscribe, yeah. Shuka shukanga. You're the kind of a <laughs> subscriber we, do, we, do we not actually want, don't need you. Because I don't even know if you're pay, paying for my music. Yeah. You know, if you're taking it so lightly, I don't even think you're the kind of subscriber who's actually paying for the music. Yeah. So, yeah. Tafadali, please. Uh, you know, because I had put that on my story as well, and I said, this is so testament to how generally we navigate uh, copyright issues. Mm. This is music, but also you see the same laser sphere, uh, Madarao thing even in books, yeah. film, series. I mean, like burning CDs has been a whole industry yeah. in Nairobi. And so I think that whole culture translates into different art forms. So, and somebody had the girl to come in and say, oh, because I had said, you know, the only way to kill this mm-hmm. is to actually penalize people. Yeah. You know, make people feel the pain. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, you know, I think... There needs to be mass education of um it's like you know you what? know what I'm very <laughs> tired of trying to educate thieves that <laughs> this is actual stealing. No. You know what? A good example, like just tell somebody you go to the office and work for a month mm-hmm. and not get paid. And mm. your boss is gonna be thank you very much. You know, your service mm. to humanity is noted and I am going to sing about it. Tell me how that is going to pay your bills. Tell me how that is going to put your kids to school because that is what we expect of creatives. Mm. We expect them to put in... This is somebody's livelihood. We yeah. expect people to put in their heart, their life, their, you know, their, pain, their energy, their you know, and share so much of themselves in, in creating stuff that we are enjoying. Yeah. But when it comes to remuneration, we're like, oh... And that's I, where we draw the line. That's where we Actually, draw the I line. I don't think I even need that thing, you, you know. Yeah, like, I'm, I can listen to Beyonce. Why do I need Saudi so? So, <laughs> that was another rebuttal. Like, oh, next time, as if you're just playing Nandi, as if stealing from the you, next artist Tanzania, makes it better. Moving across borders, <laughs> that is going to solve the problem. <laughs> The ridiculousness Mad. of this is ridiculous, yeah, right? But, but yeah, that's the same thing. If 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 you're to simplify the situation, yeah. is the same. This is this anal- the simplest analogy I can give. Yeah, go for a month, do your work. Yeah, you know, um, at the end of the month, you're gonna be paid in exposure and thanks, in appreciation, in, in appreciation. love and appreciation. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> as always, my call is always. Do better, be better. Yeah. You know. And Kenyans, please stop moving mad. 
because that's what it is. There's madness in these streets yeah. that is for like anyway. So do better. Um, Saudi soul were well within their rights to call out Azimio. And like they said, I mean, if you're supporting the other team and you're using my music to support this other one, I'm going to yeah. lose all my followers who are, you know, on the other side. Yeah. So in essence, I'm an artist. I am apolitical. Yeah. I am not supporting any faction. And, and even if they were, those two things are separate. No. I can support you, you without see, you robbing me. Saudi soul as a unit, mm-hmm. are apolitical. Okay. The yes. individuals forming the group, they can support whoever they want in their personal capacities. And that's up to them. Because Saudi Sol is not going to the vote. Saudi Sol is not going to cast a ballot as entity. a group. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. And so as an entity, you need to respect yeah. the entity of Saudi Sol. Yeah, who is yeah. the right holders? Yeah. <sighs> Mass education. <laughs> Miss me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and this is... When you're talking about anything or when you're when you're raising awareness on anything, people mm. usually fall back to ignorance. Ignorance and wanting to be educated. As mm. if you don't know. Like if you're talking about racism, somebody will be like, So explain to me why this is racist. You know, like no, you should not again put the victim in a position of trying to educate you on why something is offensive yep. or why something is wrong. You cannot put that burden again yeah. on the victim for them to tell you, yeah. like, why are you not looking at your own actions yeah. and making amends? Why are you not looking at your own actions and rectifying those as opposed to putting it again on me yeah. as they are grieved to explain it to you? Like, now, yeah, here's additional burden. Yeah. Yeah, well, at the same time, you, as the infringer, had the intelligence to know that this thing is valuable or it's or it's useful at yeah. the very least. So why can't you use those same brains? Yeah. You know, to upgrade the whatever knowledge you yeah. need to, to and get this where is, you need you know to what? go. If they wanted to be honorable, I also feel like this is something that would have been solved in like less than an hour. Yeah. In less than an hour, if at all say they they hadn't even considered the kind of infringements, you know, um, and Saudi Soul has come out and said, Okay, this you're infringing on our copyright, this should not have happened. I mean, the legal team should have nipped it in the bud. Yeah. Without it extending yeah. for a whole <sighs> week. I, I think we we'll get the message. Like yeah. they don't give an F. Yeah. Yeah. So do better. And especially if you're at the top, topest position of the country, (laughs) (laughs) the top boost, you need to do double better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sad. So that's it for what's popping. Uh, Dear listener, please do better. Amen. So the other day, um, a customer comes in to the store Mm -hmm. and we have a very... Interesting conversation. Okay. Interesting, for lack of a better word. And um, she was telling us of her daughter, who's about, I recall, maybe between four and six, mm-hmm. who has is very keen, like, <clears throat> you know, girls that age, like they want to play with dolls, you know, uh, they want to play mommy, baby, mm. you know, all those things, yeah. right? All the games, Kalongo Longo, we played. And the, the baby, the girl has been asking for a doll, mm-hmm. a Barbie doll. So the mom goes and buys a Barbie doll, you know? Yeah. Uh, girl says, no, not this one. And at the time she was telling us she was on doll number six. Oh. And 
why the girl is refusing these yeah. dolls yeah, why is, is because girl? the dolls she's getting mm-hmm. are not like the Barbie. She knows they are dark skin dolls. And the oh. mom is like, you know what? I know what she's asking for, oh. but I'm not going to give it to her. Oh. You know? Because I want her to play oh my God. with a doll that... <laughs> no, that has broken my heart. Like, I just started... Okay. <laughs> I know. And, and for you, like, I'm a mom to a girl, you know, you're like, oh, I'm just oh. too close to home, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it got me thinking about um, where did this girl get the idea that, you know, for a doll to be yeah desirable, to be, in, to be you know, pretty enough or... Yeah you know, play worthy, this doll has to look a certain way. Wow. At four years. Yeah. So of course, you know, if you see like the you know, the kind of the Barbie herself. Yeah. The T V Barbie. Barbie and Ken. Barbie and Ken mm-hmm. and their whole glittering world. Yeah. Is they're not dark skinned. Yeah, it's not yeah. So the girl is not wrong in asking for me, I want a the Barbie, Barbie I see. Yes, not a remix. <laughs> <laughs> Because essentially, <laughs> whatever you've been bringing her yeah. five times or six times yeah. is a remixed version. Yeah. Because the baby you're bringing me first, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on with their skin, with their color. Second, I can't comb their hair. Yeah. The way I'm assuming it's, the young girl wants to like yes, it's comb not their silky, hair. It's not, you know. And oh, I think wow. we, yeah, I think we had this conversation because um, as she was browsing the books. Uh, the kids section yeah uh she could tell like you know we have books yeah uh the kids look like the kids that you know that you see um and so she's like you know what that's the one reason why i sought you guys out and listen (laughs) to how wild this is Mm -hmm. that as a kenyan yeah walking into a kenyan bookstore yeah you're shocked (laughs) you're shocked to see books with people who look like you like it's a it's an aha moment that is another level of othering look at that, that like when you you're walk da- into a premises in kenya in nairobi you are attuned to expect something else yeah and so when you come and you see um there's a whole collection of you know uh, amani and there's anna and gungulele and gungulele and the Yes. You know, yes. you're like, what is what is going on? Like, I yeah. did not expect. So what are you expecting? Yeah. I mean, you're expecting what is a norm, I guess. For Let's talk about the norm. <laughs> Let it, let's talk about that norm. Yeah. And what informs the norm? Oof. Okay, let's first talk about the norm. Let's I talk about the easier. norm. And let's even capture it at four years. Yeah. Right? Mm. Let's not uh, talk about us because mm. it, this is decades. We are done and, <laughs> and dusted. We are done and dusted. This is, this is, we'll be unpacking decades. Yeah. Let's talk about four years. Yeah. So this little girl at four years, mm-hmm. what is this norm and where is she getting it from? Yeah. Because essentially you are growing up in a household where majority of the people look like you yeah right yeah you're interacting with people who probably look like you yeah if you're in school your playmates your playmates your neighbors um Mm -hmm. your family members are people who look like you yeah so what is this norm and where are (laughs) you yeah yeah right and where are you as a four-year-old yeah getting this idea of an another normal 
I think TV is the biggest culprit, mm. you know, mm. without even uh, going too far. And you know, as we are speaking, I'm, I'm just thinking of calling my nanny and saying, please switch Zima. off switch off the TV right this second. Disconnect Wi-Fi. Zima kila kitu. Coco Melon never again. You I know, because that, that chubby Coco Melon baby. Yes. Yeah, and you see that's how pale. it starts. Yeah. And like my own child started watching Coco Melon when she was like a month old. Yeah. Because for me, that was the easiest way to lull her to sleep. Yeah. Because the colors and, you know, the, the music, the songs, yeah. they're very calming for a child. And even, even language, because you might not be speaking to your child 24-7. But so if they're going to, you know, develop a vocabulary, vocabulary who is speaking to them? It's, it's the, the TV. TV. Yeah. And you know part laziness because you just don't want to be stuck with a child it's <laughs> like okay here's the tv yeah, watch that that's a, that's a babysitter yeah it's a default and but look at how that is shaping so much of what the child thinks is normal exactly at four years and uh, yeah western media like thousands of miles away yeah still um still when you're surrounded influence. with a normal yeah. In your head, like what kind of brainwashing is this media? Because, you know, we need to unpack that. What kind of brainwashing is this? That regardless of how you're surrounded by your the actual normal, reality, your yes. actual reality, like yeah. this is it. Yeah. Everything I know is around me. Yeah. And as a four year old, I mean, how much is that? Yeah. And for this one thing, which is the TV yeah. and, and the messaging on the TV. Yeah. And I mean, there are tons of books. You've read The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. Yes. And, yes. you know, when she wants blue eyes so she can be white, yeah. like the girls she sees in the cartoons, yeah. of the cereal boxes. Brav. Um, <sighs> it's, it's wild. It's, it's wild to me because, and I'm thinking about, yes, now you have TV, right? Yeah. And then it goes on to be reinforced yeah. uh, with books. Yeah. So the kind of books that you're getting, or even the toys. So then the child is operating in a dual universe, yes. right? Where there's what I, what I see, mm. but the peers, like what is ideal, or the, you know, because now the TV is very, mm. like the images on TV or books are very influential in, in the sense that like they are preaching mm. an idealized kind of thing. So yeah. these are my peers. They sing, they do these things, they play. They compare. So, you know, that is something I can aspire to. Exactly. Aspirational. That's the word that was turning in my head as we were talking. Yeah. Because this is, nobody likes their reality. Like, to be fair. Yeah. Right. Everyone wants to be taller, shorter, thinner. Yes. And your reality is always boring. Yes. Not, it's not actually boring, but in your perception, it's it's sort of a boring reality. Mm. And so these other aspirational reality or yeah. this other aspirational life is now what you're being fed by the media by um books yeah like you said by the toys yes that that you're playing with yeah so that is the aspirational yeah you'd prefer to be in this new universe and you know like we say books transport you to other worlds books yeah. let you experience you know different lives yeah. at the same time yeah and so this life that you're aspiring to that you see in books is is not your normal boring one. And exactly. so that ends up being the aspirational. Yes. <laughs> and therein lies the problem. Mm. Because I think be these images you're fed into, they you know, they form part of your subconscious, yeah. right? And your ideas of what's good, what's right, 
what's attractive, mm. what's beautiful, mm. what's worthy of admiration, mm. right? And I guess now you can start to see that psyche play out mm. even in adulthood, even when somebody grows um, older yeah, yeah. and they come into, say, their womanhood in this case. You know, you're a yeah. girl. You come into your womanhood. So when you are... You, you you want to be beautiful. Yeah. What you is have, that thing? You have already internalized an idea of beauty. Yes. Um, growing up from, you know, all these things we're talking about, the images. Um, and usually they're not images that reflect uh, a normal reality. Yes. Actually, the standards of beauty that are pushed to people, that's the outliers. <laughs> it's you true. You know, that's, the, that's not the norm. It's true. It's absolutely not the norm, but it's pushed in such a way that you end up thinking that this is it. Mm, 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 that mm. a lot of people look like this. Yeah. Because, you know, when you watch TV... That's an exalted image. Yeah. That's an exalted image. And they've auditioned, and they're, when they're auditioning, they they also look at your size. Yeah, and the short list, and the yes. long list, and they. You know exactly, so it's not just about oh, you have talent, yes. Yeah. Are you also the right size the package? Are you the full package? <laughs> yeah, and so, what we <laughs> <laughs> such a commodity <laughs> reference to, yeah. to a human being, yeah. yeah. And so, the images that you grow up seeing mm-hmm. are all these people who are size zero, yeah, and you end up knowing subconsciously that this is the norm yeah and the idea of beauty is again we can also speak of colorism and the way Mm. that is you know that is being championed in the in the media especially Mm. the western media and now we're also seeing it being imported yeah in africa exactly we are seeing a lot of uh clamor for a lighter skin tone yeah we're seeing and that's the image that we're now seeing yeah um, yeah. If it's in advertisements, if it's in billboards, um, <sighs> if it's in TV, yes, you're seeing a lot more lighter people getting the limelight, yes, and very few darker-skinned people. Yeah, and you know what always gets me is when, say, brands use stock images. Mm. <gasps> oh my! And good the idea Lord. in the stock image world, the idea of a of an African or a black person is. A biracial person. Let me tell you. So, let me <laughs> let me let me give you a story. Yeah. So one of my friends is like an executive in like a blue chip company. Okay. And they were trying to get into a partnership with a South African company. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they're in talks. They have papers and documents and whatever you know how the whole shebang goes. Yeah. And so the South African company has sent over like material yeah where the models are white Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is a product that they want to introduce to the kenyan market Mm -hmm. and (laughs) my friend who is also very conscious about things like that was very quick to point it out yes right yeah so two things here first um she was the first one to point it out yeah okay so the two things one her colleagues were so shocked like oh as in, it had not... Yeah, like it It wasn't an instant, like, you know, Yeah. Like, what is this? Yes. And for her... Our customer doesn't look like yes. this. Yeah. And for her, she saw it, and that was the first thing, like, this is not our customer. Yeah. So we, there's no way we can tailor this to our market. Yeah. So her colleagues were shocked, for one. Mm. And the South African company was even more shocked that, oh, you noticed. You noticed. 
So it was deliberate on their part, ah. but with the hopes that you would not notice. You would not tell us to change this. You, yes, you would not pick that out. And see if my friend was not in that meeting because would have because her colleagues hadn't picked up on it. Yeah. Then it would have passed and would be seeing informationals and, and posters for for what kind of a, a consumer? Because that, that is <laughs> <laughs> me, Jerry and uh, Fatuba out here were like, eh, is this for me? Yeah. Should I care about and this? You thing know, or that not? is at the very basic level mm. when um it's a company uh based in Africa, serving the African market, for you to have promotional materials and marketing materials that have people who are not representative of your consumers at all exactly or are representative of, of a, maybe 0.1 0.1% exactly. of your consumer what are you saying yeah yeah what is this messaging that you're starting off with yeah and i guess that that is so messed up it, and and yeah and i think it's it just cuts across so there's brands yeah but then there's music you know and who as a teenager mm. is not looking to music videos yeah. for the definition of cool yeah for the definition of hip you know beautiful yes desirable exactly um you know Vixen, Vixen yeah. is supposed to be all those things because yeah? you're the star of the show yes right yeah and, and you have music videos starring the idea of again yeah uh, beautiful girls is biracial or very pale yeah uh very pale girls um the thing has now moved to body size yeah. you know yeah. or proportions of body size and it's like and what I are mean, you saying to all of us to the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> fix your lives <laughs> but <laughs> the bigger message yeah. the bigger message here is um and this is in the grander scheme of things like just look at how much and how fast the cosmetic surgery industry Ooh. is growing in Kenya. Look yes, at the I number. Look at the number of celebrities who are now endorsing cosmetic um, surgery. Yeah, like and from modifications and, mo- and body modifications, and this is something that is hey. so is so nov- It's so new. Yes, you know. Yes, but because there is this clamor for um, us to attain. A s- a certain, certain proportions certain proportions certain standards of beauty yeah right yeah and of course we're in a capitalistic society yeah. oh so you guys want uh, flatter tummies oh big bomb bombs <laughs> good yeah you, you want a bbl <laughs> i got the solution for you right you want lighter skin yeah and because there's demand yeah this the market rises up the market the rises up mm. but what is what is fueling this demand yeah. It's, it's it's these things it's definitely yeah. the kind of imagery that we are exalting yeah. the kind of imagery that we're saying this is enough yeah this is beautiful yeah this is desirable this is you know yeah if you're not this ah, please are you even a person are you even a person yeah yeah and and the the brainwash is starting so early on because mm. yeah you can say oh yeah, yeah music videos are the you know are to blame a lot mm. but even just look at I think I was somewhere last night and I said um just look at who gets to play the star in um uh, in. in TV. Yeah. Like in your series who are the people saving the world? Mm. Who are the people fighting the bad guys? Yeah. You know? That person is rarely cast as a black woman. And 
I think when, until Shonda rhymes. Yes. I can't even think of anybody else. But also just think about in instances where it's um the conventional because this is the conventional dark skinned person. Yeah. Like this is the norm. Yeah. If you come to Africa, this is the norm. Yeah. We are the norm. Exactly. Right? But when the norm is placed in that position in a Hollywood movie, look at how tokenized they get. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's like and like you know I was saying earlier. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's such a struggle to find the beauty in in us as conventional black people. So you'll always try to pick apart and pick certain parts of their bodies or features yeah. and and put a spotlight and highlight those. Yeah. Oh, look at her beautiful cheekbones. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> she's not you know, she would normally not be beautiful, but so this is what they are saying. Yeah. You normally would not be beautiful. Yeah. But I'm making an assumption because the cheekbones brought yes. something to the table. A perfect set of teeth. You know, even those things that you... <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, that is not, not anything you'd ever hear. Yes. Um, You know, like... The say, standard. Yeah. Like, like if, Bella Hadid. Yes. Nobody keeps saying, oh, Bella has something. Yes. Bella has this. She just is. She just is. And yeah. she's allowed to be beautiful the way she is. Yeah. She's allowed to exist in her fullness just the way she is. Yes. But... For say like say Lupita when yes. when Vogue puts her on uh, you know on the cover yes. I'm not quoting I'm just saying for instance for right? instance it's gonna be, the highlight is gonna be like her look skin. at her the flawlessness of her dark skin like <laughs> chocolate flowing with milk you know? <laughs> it's like was like why can't you just also just be beautiful without you trying to pick me apart yeah why do I'm you wanna fo- yeah like why do you wanna pick one or two things yeah. because in your idea I am not I am not the ideal yes. standard of Normally beauty I would not but look at that skin look you at know? the height you know even those <laughs> things that you absolutely you can't even change using surgery because yeah. like how are you gonna fix how short or tall you are you can buy shoes <laughs> walk around with a stool <laughs> but really yeah. ask me how has that how that has worked for me how has that worked for you it Wendy? hasn't where is your stool <laughs> <laughs> but oh but you, you get what I mean. There's yeah. usually that um, aspect of picking out something and trying to highlight that, yeah. whether it's the color of the skin, whether it's the eyes, uh, whether it's the lips or yeah. full set of lips or something like that. No, we want to be recognized as beautiful just the way we are. Like yeah. do, um, it, the full package. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the full package. The yeah, full we can package. allow the word package. <laughs> and this also reminds me, Wendy, and I think I've shared this a million and one times. Mm. Um, and it's a video that really broke my heart over over a small girl, I think four years old, mm-hmm. who was being done like her hair was being done okay. by a friend like to the a mom salon or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like ah, a salon yes, or whatever. Really one. small girl. Yeah, and then she looks at self at herself in the mirror and says, "I'm so ugly." God. At four years. Oh my God. Like, where did you get that idea? Because I don't think your mother said you're so ugly. Yeah. But it has already entered your subconscious. And she was somehow. actually saying it with such a smile on her face. Like, this is this the is a fact of life. Yeah. And you know, the lady who was making her hair <laughs> oh was so God. shocked. Yeah. Was so shocked and had to first tell her, okay, first she was shocked. 
So she's like, don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. And then she moved to, so the, the girl got upset and started crying. Yeah. And then she had to come back and say, no, you're very beautiful. Yeah. Like, where have you gotten this idea from? Is it your teacher? Because, you know, at that age, the teachers yeah. and the kids are so or impressionable. The so the, the peers, the teacher, and because it's not in your home, it's yeah. not your mother who's telling you you're, Hopefully. you're very ugly. I mean, you pray it's not. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the streets can be so wild. But you're hoping it's not the mother who's done that. Yeah. And so this is an external kind of messaging. Mm. So mm. whether it's the school or the peers or TV or magazines or whatever. Yeah. But she has internalized that she's ugly yeah. at four years. And can, and anyway, can you blame her? Because uh, who has she seen elevated as beautiful that looks like her? Lupita. Who in, said? In a single. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, everywhere you turn, you are assaulted by, you but know. But yeah. 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 That's interesting. And <laughs> you were telling me about, okay, the book that you've been recommending that I read. And I will recommend that book. To everyone. Okay. I will read it. Is so this, tell us the is book. Is this the eyes were watching yes. God? Oh my Zora, yes. Zora Neil. Zora Neil Hurston. And this book was written in 1937. Yeah. 35. 37. Okay, the 30s, yeah. 1937. But um so Jenny, who mm-hmm. is the protagonist in, in in the book, is born is being raised by the grandmother mm-hmm. who lives be- in a shed behind a white woman okay and so she acts as a so nanny she works sort of as a nanny to all these kids other white kids okay and jane is growing up as the only black child mm-hmm. and so for a long time up until she's six years old mm-hmm. or is it 11 i think six yeah up until six years old she thinks she's white wow and so on one of the random days. Oh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, these are my friends. These so are my I'm, friends. I must also be like them. Like, yes, you know, we, we are all the that's same. That's something you don't question, yeah. yeah. And so a photographer comes and takes a photo of them. Yeah. And after a few days, because it's in the 30s, so you have to wait for <laughs> the photographer. <laughs> <laughs> so after a few uh, days, yeah. the photographer comes back with the photo of all the kids lined yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And Jenny looks at the photograph and she cannot see herself. Wow. And she says, where am I? Like, what? where am I in this photo? Yeah. And somebody, one of the adults, points out to her and says, Silly, this is this is you. This is you. This is where you are. Yeah. And so she looks at the little girl and she can tell, yes, this is my dress. <laughs> and, and that looks <laughs> like my who is, hair. Who is wearing it, though? <laughs> and that oh looks my like gosh. my hair. Oh, this is such so this is me. And, you know, she says, oh, I'm colored. And she actually said it aloud. Wow. Like in the book, she says it aloud. Like, oh, I'm colored. You know, and everybody was laughing. Like, silly. Like, what did you think yeah, you were? Like, oh my God. And for her, it's such an aha moment. Like, oh crap. Like, I'm actually not white. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, of course, in her head, yeah. in her six-year-old head. All my friends. I, this is the norm. These are my friends. And so, these are my peers. Yes. And I must be like them. Yeah. But and why, you don't even question it. Yeah. But you know, it begs. Why is that messaging so powerful that it overshadows your actual reality? Because this is a girl being raised by a black grandmother. But are you identifying with your grandmother or with your peers? Which again mm. brings the cartoon story, right? Mm. Like mm. I'm a kid, and this is a kid, and you know, kids start recognizing other kids. 
way earlier yeah. you know uh like i have somebody who's about to turn one yeah and he reacts so differently to other kids yeah true but they can already see oh this is a mini human mini like human. me yeah right <clears throat> and so that there's instant association yeah so i would relate more to this i'm more like this yeah and you know as a Uh, when you're a child adults look like giants they feel like they are so bigger yeah. than life right mm. so of course i'm not that i'm not my grandmother mm. Mm. so i'm this oh yeah and because this is who yeah you're actually I'm, quite I'm right you're yeah. actually quite right because we are the same size we're playing together so yes, you're more these are the people that understand me that than Exactly. And, and she's my nanny because even Janie was calling her nanny just yeah. like the other white kids were calling her nanny. Mm-hmm. So everybody calls you nanny, so you're just nanny. Yes. You know, because that concept of your mother hasn't Blood really relation. formed, hasn't e- really formed for a child that age. Exactly. And so your relations are your peers and that was so sad like for me in the book yeah. and it's so early on in the book and I was like oh my god if <laughs> this, this is going to break my heart if this book is going to break my heart <laughs> i do i want out <laughs> uh, oh my gosh <laughs> but you know what that makes so much sense now when we come back to the girl um that we started with yeah uh who wants a doll that looks a certain way yeah. because those are the, you know those are the dolls i know yes and probably those are the dolls her friends have yes And so when everybody's bringing out their babies why yes. is yours different? Yes. <laughs> why is like what is, is it that is, what is going on? Can we wash your baby and see if this color will come out? Like what's going on But here? Can you imagine even the shock for the child? <laughs> even they were like uh, uh, I'm imagining a group of six or seven girls and it's baby day so everybody's bringing out their babies. Yeah. <laughs> and you everybody has a white baby and you're there and with you show with your dark skinned baby with curly hair and then now that becomes the outlier because yeah. everybody's looking at you like what is this like this is not a baby go tell your mommy to get you a real baby yeah you did and that's why she's yeah that's why she's very adamant yeah that no this is not it like when mm. i'm asking you for a baby this is not it yeah but now the most important question is how can we fix it Or not even fix it because fixing it is is such an onerous task. Yeah. How can we make steps towards fixing this kind of messaging, this kind of internalization? Mm. Mm. And so that <clears throat> we like we're both raising girls. Young, yeah, girls and young girls who are very impressionable. Yeah. I'm going to call my nanny immediately we finish and tell her please switch off TV. Oh, <laughs> 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 my Wi-Fi disconnect everything. everything. And out of foot Akili. Akili kids and I don't know why we're not watching Akili kids you yeah. know that that model people who look like you on TV. Yeah. So that's my new thing now. Oh my god, yes. Yes, right? And so what can what kind of steps yeah can we make to sort of move us even as parents of yeah. young kids yeah towards raising kids who know who are not self-bathering who know themselves as the normal. Yes. Yeah. And it's I mean that's a very scary question because of the hegemony that is western media mm. like the dominance mm. that is hollywood like i mean we are in kenya in nairobi so yeah. far from you know the place but if we have to like they in our bedroom yeah. how do we how do we get 
all these images that you know that yeah. don't look like us and out and, of our room. and i guess that's the challenge yeah. that there's no escaping it mm. there's no saying oh you know i'm in my small village somewhere in africa and so that doesn't affect me it does it does so trying to keep away from it is not working yeah so what do we need to do yeah whilst also realizing that we are being bombarded with a lot more stuff yeah so how do we make these spaces safe for our kids yeah while also realizing that still they are still going to be bombarded with yes. a lot more yeah messaging that is going to make them feel like they're um, abnormal exactly right even though they are lived experience their reality on the ground says yeah. otherwise yeah but yeah so i think um we definitely have to be alive to the problem yeah you know which is why we are speaking about it right now yeah um and b is to consciously uh work towards like introducing alternative images mm. alternative heroes yeah teaching our history Mm-hmm. teaching our culture and i like that there's so many people already working in that area yeah um for instance like in books there's already um yeah there's say one boy madenge who has created a hero called um amani amani yeah. amani is a boy who goes out on adventures he goes to the moon he goes you know to space oh yes to space yeah he goes to the national park yeah you know and amani looks like you know yeah uh just like a normal you know uh, not a normal but yes a regular <laughs> and in this a case regular, yes you know, normal boy yes a normal yeah. regular boy yeah and even his name Um I remember sp- speaking to one boy as part of a festival that we were taking part in mm. and uh, she was like she was very intentional in even how the name what the name was mm. you know you know Amani even yeah. if you don't know somebody called Amani you already know yeah you know, what it stands for or what it means and yeah yeah and that intentionality with naming I think we spoke about it even on the last episode yes and when we were talking about somebody saying oh you guys are overdoing the swahili like take, a, take mm. a chill pill mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and But, mm-hmm. yeah that's the first point of identity yes and so as a kid if you're picking out a book and there's imani you can already tell the kind of story you're gonna find in that book yeah you know and and actually a lot of people are working towards that zukiswa Yes um, with Refilwe which Refilwe. I really absolutely love. Yes. Um so Refilwe is a retelling of Rapunzel. Mm. Uh which is a classic uh, uh German I think. Is it? Yes, it's, okay. it's German. Uh, a lot of these fairy tales are uh, uh, even Hansel and Gretel Gretel or something oh. like that. Yes, yes. You see but they they all get americanized. Yeah. And so if you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in your head you already think oh it is Yeah. Ah, so yeah so there's a uh, refilwe yeah and even the images in there first of all refilwe's hair is yes, not blonde it's not blonde so there are this it's still kinky locks. long hair yeah. locks that will make you know or think yes. that even your hair can just grow as long and the prince is also a very dark skinned boy yeah. who looks very strong yeah. and you know able to rescue yeah and <laughs> <laughs> so there's also akiki yes there's akiki yes um the globe globe trotter yeah globe trotting girl yes exploring africa there's akiki nairobi 
a kiki in all these other places, a kiki on different adventures. Yeah. And you know, she also like Fatuma the author of Akiki also come also does the doll. The yes, Akiki, Akiki doll. The doll. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a really beautiful um dark skinned doll. Yes. And not just the skin, like even her features, yes. the doll's features are very representative. Yeah. Like her feet are, you know, cute and chubby. Yeah. You know, they're not like thin and spindly because <laughs> you, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to find a child who has thin and spindly legs. And if you unless, do, there is a problem. Yes. Unless yeah. they need medical attention. You know, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So the, the, the doll has nice and chubby feet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know what blew my mind this week mm. um and it's uh, my sister sent me a video which was i think it's a school in Kenya that has been featured in the BBC mm-hmm. um a school where children in freedom right yes oh yes children in freedom mm. where the kids are taught in their mother tongues mm. and that was just that blew my mind yeah because just if you the kids were so confident yeah talking about and it's kids from all backgrounds kids yeah. from all communities yes so if you're luo um you have lessons in luo you can speak luo in the school if you're yes. kikuyu ah. if you're embu if you're kamba it's very cosmopolitan ah. in that sense yeah. that the school has a lot of students from different parts of the country yeah but the thing is they're taught in their mother tongue but mm-hmm. they are allowed to speak in their mother tongue mm. they are allowed to engage with each other in their mother tongue yeah which in itself yes is a radical idea it's so like if my former primary school teacher had that there is a school <laughs> that is encouraging allowing and even encouraging children to speak in mother tongue mm. you know yeah it you which, would get a monto the <laughs> and, and hang it on your neck for an entire week yeah you know and and what was well like, this is a radical idea up, it should not like, be but you yeah. like the mother tongue just put that aside <laughs> like that is radical to the power of 10 yes. let's even talk about swahili yeah. which is a national language Bruh. and we would still be prohibited from speaking in swahili in yeah. schools yeah. unless it's a swahili lesson that is nonsense that of is, the highest order it to is, be honest it is Ah. Because, and this for most of us we speak swahili at home yes this is our language of communication yes you know so i think in it so for you to i mean this whole exaltation i get you want kids to learn english yeah you want them to develop vocabulary but when you make it punitive yeah when you make it at the expense of other languages mm. first of all i think it's insulting it's to say that this brain cannot operate to you know yeah. two processes and you're already <laughs> making one superior exactly mm. so why i am sure there is a way where you can learn multi more than one language yeah. without you being punished for, you know for using what is natural yeah. to you because let me tell you what that what that does to a person is that you because you are being punished yes. you are being told do not speak in this then you grow up not wanting to do it yeah and then you grow up you say okay i cannot speak swahili yes and people be like oh what do you mean but i was punished yes it was not yes. some on the flip side yes. of that it's like when you come out here and <laughs> you know and you tell people you can't speak swahili yeah you're vilified like, yes like you're forgetting your roots but i was punished like, 
why are you being bougie and shit? Yeah. But it's like, okay, that is what I was educated, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's a, you cannot win. It's a battle you can't win. Yeah. And again, yeah, the subconscious communication that, yes, this is, there's a superior language. Mm. That if you want people to take you seriously, then you must speak through your nose. And you know, you know? with language comes culture. Yes. And so what you're saying is also there's, an, there's a superior culture, there's a superior identity, and this is what you need to aspire to be. Yes. And that is the messaging. If you, if you are to be taken seriously. For a huge part of your life, that is the messaging. Yeah. And so when I saw that school, it just melted my heart. Oh, and the school even encourages kids. Like they don't have regular, uh, you know, Victorian Uniform. uniforms. Yes. Like they have their little kentes. Oh my God, I love it. Have, no, I it's a dashiki, right? It. Yeah, dashikis. Ah, the and kids. then the kids, I mean the kids, young kids, kids around 7, 8, 10. Yeah. Talking about, you know, when I came to this school, I was not proud of myself. I wouldn't use my cultural name. Yeah. But now I use it so proudly. Yeah. I'm watching and I love it. Yeah. You know. It's like... <laughs> Can we have that school become like, you know, the model school for all schools to yes, follow? Yes, yes. Because as a school, as kids in Africa, the least you should be doing is questioning yourself. Yeah. Questioning that you, you, how you appear, how you show up, mm. what your hair looks like, what your skin looks like. Mm -hmm. Why should you question that? Yeah. Everybody, 99.99% oh of the people around you look like you. That is that's a, perfectly that fine. That's how you are supposed to be. <laughs> this is a whole podcast episode yeah. on just the entrenched entrenched and deep colonial legacies in our schools oh and in our school God. systems. Yes. That is a whole other... Oh my God, yes. That is so yeah, you. so you have this Victorianism or mm. clamoring to a Victorianism hundreds okay well it's not hundreds of years later but yeah <laughs> it feels like hundreds right no, 60 something years <laughs> later after the colonialists left yeah so why are we still perpetuating yeah and why haven't we ever sat down and thought okay we need to fix this we yeah. need to change it yeah. yeah including hair like i mean i think this yeah like yeah. you said this is a whole podcast it's on its own because podcast yeah episode. the schools and you see the schools have you in your formative years yeah so they are doing a lot of damage. And you know, what is damage. sad, and look at us, look at us at our big age, what we are doing now is unlearning a lot of the things we learned in, you know, the school system. Yes. So you spend half your life in the school system. Yeah. And then the next half unlearning. <laughs> the <laughs> and, things you were taught. Unpacking the lies, you know, being, to, like, being talked about Vasco da Gama as a hero. The like, trauma of our school systems. You yeah. Half your life you're spending it just, you know, recovering. Yes. From just the trauma of it. Yeah. And that is so sad. Yeah. And that is how you lose an entire generation. And the next. And the next. Yeah, because there are no reforms. First of all, there's no even acknowledgement that the that thing is, we're doing is broken. Mm. So, of course, you can't even start, start talking about reforms. But anyway, I like the, the democratization of the space that mm. the internet has brought and people doing a lot of things. Yeah. Like I was telling you about the Cabrezen, which is oh, a yes. kids' storytelling podcast by the Lam Sisterhood. Yeah. And I love what they have what they are doing with history. Mm. Uh, so they've taken a bit um, like characters in history and retold it in very um, 
child friendly way you know like this even adult friendly because i <laughs> i'm I trying to read facts <laughs> i'm telling you i listened to the podcast back to back to back yeah and i kept singing along yeah you know yeah i kept singing you along you have to care for the people yeah <laughs> like it's so beautiful yeah and i cannot wait for my daughter to get to an age where she understands yeah so but she before she does down. that i'm pushing it to everybody i know who has kids mm, mm, who, mm. who are able to understand yeah and it's beautiful and these are the kinds of things we need to see a lot more of yes and i think this is how yeah like i was saying this is how we make a step towards fixing a yeah. broken system yeah uh, by pushing these stories by pushing a different messaging exactly and you know just overshadowing because mm-hmm. you just have because you're being bombarded from the left yes you need to bring another Feedback. kind of bombardment from the right yes and sort of counter make, counter it and make it sort of a balance exactly balanced narrative yeah yeah right i yeah. mean yeah I, i was starting to feel a bit depressed but i'm now feeling a lot more hopeful yeah because you know when you think about <laughs> it you you Yeah, you kind of get like wh- how did we get here and how do we fix it? But then when you look at how the fixing beat and you're seeing there are all these people doing stuff every day. Yeah. Um putting out positive messages, um putting in the work and even corrective history. Like yes. for instance when um they talk about the Mekatilili story. Yes. Uh which now is being told when you realize that the story that you've read in history books yeah. is told through the lens of a uh, you know of uh, the colonizer right mm. or oh, this was a resistance mm. so why were they why was it necessary for people to resist you yeah. know so it was an invasion so it was not a resistance this was an yes. invasion war yes. like people from wherever without you know business come and say lay claim to your land yeah so they're invading you and um, you're not allowed to speak against it exactly yeah. so when they tell that story of mekatilili as a hero yeah. not as a lonesome mad woman yeah who you know eventually dies or whatever or is jailed <laughs> countless later yeah. countless times but you contextualize her yeah. Co- correctly yeah and that's beautiful because you know um the history is written by the victor right mm. and so they're not going to write a very flowery glowing um that doesn't serve their uh, that doesn't serve their interest yeah and so for us to recognize that and to take back the power by retelling these stories in the correct way yes because we, we were there exactly we were there you you know do not remove us from the story we were we are we are the story yes so for us to take back the power in that way mm. and and decide we are correcting this yeah. like it's such an honorable thing and yeah. so commendable exactly so commendable and i'm hoping we're going like to see this is a, a hero more. story yes yeah. you know and you, with the podcast they usually ask so who wants to be like mekatelili you know and of course you know and i'm here saying like, yeah me how <laughs> <laughs> do i keep saying kids we clearly have adult <laughs> consumers <laughs> you know because i was there saying yeah me because you know the way they say it it's it's ah uh, i just love it and yeah. i hope if you have kids between i guess the ages of four four yeah you four know onwards. four onwards yeah let them need listen. to be listening to cabrazen cabrazen yeah. by the lamb sisterhood available yes. on all listening platforms and this podcast. is unpaid <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad it's this not is... an ad we <laughs> just absolutely love the podcast and, and and what they are trying to do with it yeah yeah 
And I was telling you the other day, my son was like, ah, that podcast, because I think they release an episode monthly. Mm. He's like, eh, is there a new one? He's the one reminding me yeah. now, like, eh, that thing we did. See, impact. Where is it? See how impactful. Yeah. How impactful that is. Because it stayed with him and it was uh-huh. like, oh, I've never had that. Yeah. And I guess that makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the consumer or who you're in, your audience. Yes. And you see them get it. You see them relate. And I keep saying that even at Somanami. Like when you see them get the vision. Exactly. It's like, ah, my work is done. Yeah. I mean, that one my person who comes in done. and says, Oh, um, you guys, there are a lot of uh, black writers here. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> how did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and there are a lot of women. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad oh, you yeah. say that. Actually, yeah, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah. So mm. when people see the intentionality in it and see the vision, it's, it's so encouraging and so positive. Yeah. And so our takeaway for today is we need to do the work we need to um put consciously, out, consciously push, back. push back and rebombard yes the space with a yes. lot more positive images with a lot of positive messages yeah of the norm yeah. our norm yes let me just say our norm and our reality yeah because our kids grow up yeah. seeing that this is actually the norm yeah you know what i'm waiting to see is like a superheroes cartoon or something mm. that is set in a city like Nairobi, you know? Yeah. And the kids playing there or the kids saving the day because, I mean, is it a superhero story without saving? <laughs> you know, our kids, you know, like my kids. Yeah. Or that my kids can look at and be like, ah, you know. Yeah. Or with names like Josh, you know, <laughs> or and something I think, like that. I actually <laughs> think that yeah, we just need to find them. Okay. If we they just are, need to find them. please let me know. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to this and there's a cartoon series that I need to be plugged yeah. into, please do. Yeah. Or yeah. not even cartoon, even just a, a production. Yes. Of of characters who look yeah. like our kids yeah. and who are sending out positive messages and yes. sending out aspirational messages as well. Yeah. Because now you know you when you take away the cocomelon, you need to be replacing it with something else this afternoon. So. <laughs> Please, you know. guys, be quick. <laughs> You're not going to raise your child in a cloud. You know, like in a, be quick. I'm know, in a vacuum, right? She's, she's 14 months. I've been messing up for 14 months. But I think we can rectify the situation. If, <laughs> if I have a lot more yeah. um, alternatives yeah. than to, to mm. feed her with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it for us today. Um, we'd love it if you would subscribe to um, our podcast. Um, leave us a rating. Yes. And see you on, on the, the next, next one. one.